Hi there, this is Fiona from IELTSExamTrainingCourses.com and today I've had a special request and so I'd like to thank Julia for asking me to do this and she told me that she listens to um, my podcast and I didn't think anybody listened to it so hi Julia and thanks for your request and also to, to Jeff who says that he's just discovered my podcast and he's going to listen to it and he's been very patient with me having technological difficulties. So in answer to Julia's request, she wanted more listening practice um, and particularly with part four, which of course is the most difficult part of the listening. But in some ways, um, it's not as difficult as it looks. And I hope I'm going to be able to show you that today. Um, it's called listening. But <laughs> I think that IELTS listening is not so much about understanding people's fast speech or accents or anything like that. I think the listening in the IELTS is just like an academic reading. It's a comprehension passage. It's just that you have to listen to people. Um, it, well, it's a lecture. Part four especially is a lecture, just like you would read... Um, well, it's not a lecture, it's a monologue. It's, well, it is one person speaking. It's not a conversation. So you're reading or listening to one person talk just like you would read, um, you know, an article in the reading passage. And in that sense, the same rules apply. You have to have a knowledge of the subject that will help you immensely. You have to know the vocabulary related to that subject. That will also help you immensely. And then you have to listen for synonyms which give you the answer. So in some ways, this is exactly the same as a reading. And you don't have to worry so much about listening to fast speech because they do actually speak really clearly. Their accent could be British or American or Australian, but... It, it, they they won't be particularly difficult to understand in that sense. So what I'm going to do today is to look at uh, part four and the topic is wildlife in city gardens. Now, as you know, if you follow me at all, this idea of environment and animals um, is, is a huge topic in IELTS and you have to know some of the language related to that and if you go on my website you can find I've made a whole mind map a colorful mind map that you can print out and put on your wall um, and I've taken the key words from IELTS readings and listenings um, related to animal and nature and wildlife that come up again and again and again. I've seen them in gap fills, in reading, and if you learn these vocabulary and understand, you know, the issues, then that will really help you. Um, so, for example, in this one today, they're talking about a bird of prey called a sparrow hawk. So the word prey and predator, they are key words that you have to know and understand to help you with difficult IELTS texts, even if they're reading or listening texts. So this is a bird of prey, which 
normally means that you would see them in rural areas, but not in urban areas. So again, rural and urban, they are key words to learn in the IELTS exam. So the talk is about um, a group of students who've done a project and one student is presenting his findings and he says good morning today I'd like to present the findings of our year two project on on wildlife found in gardens throughout our city. So there you go you've got the introduction where you kind of relax into it pick up the topic straight away but you won't get any questions at this point. I'll start by saying something about the background to the project then talk a little bit about our research techniques and then indicate some of our findings. This is typical um, academic structure giving the background how you did the research and then the findings. So that helps you um, be more prepared for the structure of the listening. The questions, of course, will always go in order. So have a quick look at them, underline keywords, of course, you know all of that. Um, But, you know, don't relax too much in the introduction, but you will never get a question on that introduction. That is to help you just get used to the subject and get used to the voice. Okay, so imagine you looked at the text Um, questions and it said what led the group to choose their topic and you have three choices a they were concerned about the decline of one species b they were interested in the effects of city growth c they wanted to investigate a recent phenomenon So the three um, choices, either they were worried about the decline, meaning the, you know, the, not the death, but the the reduction in the number of, of a species, or B, they wanted to find out about city growth, or C, they wanted to investigate, so get more information about a recent phenomenon, something which was happening more recently. So I'm going to read out the text so you can choose which answer you think it is. And notice how the speakers signal the answers for you in some way. So here the speaker says, first of all, how did we choose our topic? Well, there are four of us in the group. And one day while we were discussing a possible focus, two of the group mentioned that they had seen more sparrowhawks, one of Britain's most interesting birds of prey, in their own city centre gardens. And they wondered why they were turning up in these gardens in great numbers. We were all very engaged by the idea of why wild animals would choose to inhabit a city garden. Why is it so popular with wildlife when the countryside itself is becoming less so? So, what do you think? Were they concerned about the decline of a species? No. Um, They weren't. They did mention one species, the sparrowhawks, but it was not about the reduction in the numbers. It was about the opposite 
um, that they were turning up in great numbers. Uh, was it B, interested in the effects of city growth? Well, they did mention cities and city centre gardens, but there was no mention of growth or the fact that it was a, a topic. And then C, they wanted to investigate a recent phenomenon. Here we have our answer. So they wanted to investigate um, the synonyms they wondered why. And they asked those questions, investigative questions. And then a recent phenomenon comes in the language, why they were turning up. They were turning up. That past continuous gives idea of habit not just one time they turned up would be past simple, but they were turning up is a continuous action, meaning that this was a recent phenomenon and something new. So that is the introduction to a task four question. And I've given you the first question there. I'm going to do two more. But please tell me if this is too long for you. And if it is, I can break it up so that I might do just one question a day. So the second question says, the exact proportion of land devoted to private gardens was confirmed by A, consulting some official documents, B, taking large scale photos, or C, discussions with town surveyors. So the question is asking you how they confirmed how much land or the proportion of land was devoted to private gardens. So either A, they checked official documents, B, they took some large-scale photos, or C, they discussed with the town surveyors. Here's the answer. The first thing we did was to establish what proportion of the urban land is taken up by private gardens. We estimated that it was about one-fifth and this was endorsed by looking at large-scale maps in the Town Land Survey Office. That's it. So, did they consult official documents? Yes, official documents are maps in the Town survey office. Did they take large-scale photos? No, no mention of photos. The trick is the large-scale maps, but not photos. And C, did they discuss with town surveyors? No, the trick is that they went to the land survey office, but there's no mention of discussion. So the answer there is the first A, they consulted official documents, and this confirmed and the synonym for confirmed is this was endorsed. Last one, number three, the group asked garden owners to A, take part in formal interviews, B, keep a record of animals they saw, or C, get in contact when they saw a rare species. So the text says, we decided to survey garden owners from different areas of the city. Just over 100 of them completed a survey once every two weeks for 12 months, ticking off species they had seen from a pro forma list and adding the names of any rarer ones. So did they have formal interviews? No, 
they had to complete a form. So the answer is B, keep a record of animals they saw. There is a trick in C, it said get in contact when they saw a rare species. No, they don't ask them to get in contact. They ask them to add the names of any rare species to the list that they were ticking off. So I hope that's been helpful for you. Please give me any feedback on my Facebook group or if you can work out Anchor, I think you can send me a message or a voice message. I'd be really happy to hear your thoughts. Um, tell me if you want me to do more in each lesson or less. Tell me if you want me to speak faster <laughs> or more slowly. And I have typed all of this out and I'm going to put it on my Facebook group when we've completed the whole of the section for listening. So thanks again for listening. Please stay in touch and let me know your thoughts. That's all for now. My Facebook group is IELTS, IELTS, ETC for exam training courses. Thanks. Bye now.